This is a speech I made at my local Toastmasters club in Blarney in County Cork on Tuesday evening. And I'm very grateful to Myra O'Brien, who's a member of the club as well, for recording this speech, both in audio and in video. And I'd love to share it with you. Um, the speech I think I might as well let the speech be introduced rather than say any more about the speech here. And I would love some feedback from you about how you found the speech, if you are kind enough to listen to it. sing most or all of the time. In that very obvious sense, it is not realistic and has, through most of its 400-year history, often been thought exotic and strange. Why on earth do people still love it? Why on earth do people spend good money? Why on earth do people spend their whole life practicing to perform it? And why is it the one form of classical music that is growing new audiences? Love or lust. I grew up in a house that had opera in it. Two LPs. Madame Butterfly. And another one that has just gone out of my head. Two operas. <laughs> Six LPs, bits of plastic, all held in a radiogram. Turntable on the top, take them out, put them in, pull the arm over, and watch them drop. Never happened once in my house. I had no interest in opera. My father had no interest in opera. My mother had no interest in opera. But unfortunately for me, my mother had a brother who was a trained opera singer. And his favorite piece 
of party piece was Anis Angelicus Anis and, and God did it blooming <clears throat> well embarrass me I cringed there I was in short trousers down behind the sofa like this it was crazy music right subjecting children to that absolutely the pit so I went came out of school I go to Dublin and one day I'm walking down that street that runs off Grafton Street where the Gaiety is. Some of you will have been in the Gaiety. I looked at the boards on the side. Dublin Grand Opera Society. Samson and Delilah. Now okay, there's bound to be somebody in the room who doesn't know who Samson was. He was a great big strong man. Leader of his people. The most upright saintly man that could have existed. Delila was a prostitute. And a really powerful prostitute. And I thought, well, look, I didn't fully know that she was a prostitute, to be totally honest. But I paid my money and I went in in order to see what on earth was it that I detested so much. You might as well go once in your life. Well, Toastmasters, I sat in the gods, right at the very top. I didn't have glasses. I thought, well, this is over in two hours. No sweat, no problem. You had the usual stuff, an overture, and it went along. Guys, women, all of you, the woman playing Delilah, she was drop-dead gorgeous. And she was dropping out of her clothes. As she went and bent over Samson, with her breasts falling over the back of his shoulder, as she massaged him, and as she gradually removed more and more pieces of drama, I got turned on. <laughs> turned on to opera. <laughs> you know what got me on to opera? Was it love? Or was it lust? Was it sex? Or was it sex? The most erotic thing. Now remember, this was 1975. There was no sex in Ireland, no contraception, no divorce. Things happened through mysteries, right? It wasn't, you did not usually go to see something on a stage in the center of Dublin, which wasn't out on the fringe, with a woman practically bare. And the man, I mean, I just thought, oh my goodness, what man? wouldn't love to be seduced. What man wouldn't love to resist and resist? And, and Delilah does that in that opera. And I came out of the theatre and I needed a glass of water. I was absolutely... I mean, frankly, I said to myself, if opera, totally unknown to me, is about love and lust and about seduction and about women finding out where men's powers are. I thought, wow, to discover that men of this great man's power was in his hair. <coughs> Ted. In his hair. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> to discover that, you know, this, 
If opera is all about, I thought to myself, all about the quest to find where man's power is, <coughs> I'm signing up for that. So that's what happened. That incidentally going to see what it was that I couldn't stand. Not really fully understanding how powerful the lust was. Thinking that opera is all ethereal and love and... No, it wasn't like that at all. Who would be much stronger stuff? So, I then discovered it's not just highfalutin stuff. It's not just thrills. Almost every opera I discovered is about love and lust. Sometimes the people involved die. That's the same as a love affair ending, isn't it? So, I tell you something. I did it because I wanted to go to see something that I really didn't like. I wanted my preconceptions confirmed. I discovered that while my preconceptions were being totally thrown up, I was hooked by love and lust. If you are vulnerable to love and lust, go to an opera. <laughs> what did you think and feel during the speech? Please. You can contact me on Twitter at Omani Blog, O M A N I B L O G, on Facebook, and by email at marketingrightnow at gmail.com.